Reignite on RTE Radio 1 with AIB. It takes a certain kind of brave to run a business. We see it, we back it. One of the best things about Reignite is hearing from you, from individuals and businesses as we all go about trying to survive in these challenging economic times. And it's been really interesting to follow up with some of our Reigniters to hear how they've been getting on. Remember Graham Clifford? Well, in Reignite 1, he told us about why he quit the media world to campaign for integration and awareness of refugee and asylum issues through a charity he founded called The Sanctuary Runners. In recent months, Graham embarked on an ambitious new side project and when we caught up earlier he told me about the COVID-19 World Service. My wife is a GP. As COVID-19 crisis developed in Ireland I looked around and I didn't see in my view sufficient public health information for people for whom English is not their first language. You know, there's over 200 nationalities in Ireland. 550,000 people would have been born overseas and live here. From the last census, almost 90,000 people would have said they speak English not at all or have a very low level of English. So where's the messaging for them? Also, a lot of people, even those who speak English, will get their news sources from their home countries um, and not from RTE or the Irish Times or whatever. So it's so important for all of us, of course, that everybody's getting that right information. So the COVID-19 World Service was developed. We work with doctors and nurses who come from other countries originally. They present scripted videos about three minutes long on COVID-19. We update them each time there is a change to restrictions. They're shared by WhatsApp so they can be shared very quickly. And it's also about that there is other messaging out there but it's not as clear in the sense that communication is about 50% verbal and then 50% body language and things like that. So by having a native speaker, a trusted source, as in a doctor, from your own country telling you about this, you're much more likely to listen and engage. And so it's been going very well. We're doing videos now for uh, parents of children from multicultural backgrounds going back to school as well. And also we'll be doing videos for parents about the flu vaccination as well. So it's an idea that the HSE are very interested in. And we just hope, I guess, that we can get the resources to, to grow it because it's something that could have a much wider impact long term. And there is an extended interview with Graham Clifford about the Sanctuary Runners and the COVID-19 World Service available now as a Reignite Extra podcast. We've also been tracking people who pivoted during COVID to find out how they've been getting on and to see if these new approaches are delivering results. One of those is Cosmetic Creations based in Mayo and Cork, which went from making half of Ireland's fake tan to mass producing a hand sanitizer called Aramedica virtually overnight. The company's owner, Aidan Corcoran, told me what happened after he decided to take the sanitizer gamble in late February. We met that Monday morning and within eight working days we had a full brand, a full regulatory approved ingredients list, a full set of supply chain requirements and we pressed go and on March the 8th the first um, Arctic load of sanitizer left the Clare Morris plant here in Mayo and Cork followed fairly quickly after that. Since then we've made about 3.5 to 4 million units and this year we were targeting and looking at probably supplying upwards of 8 to 9 million units which is the equivalent, as I've been tongue-in-cheek saying to people, as of an Olympic swimming pool size of hand sanitizer. Back in, in March, it was a very crazy time, a very heightened, stressful time, and so I moved myself permanently into the factory in Mayo 
and uh, with a view to kind of isolating so that we could continue the business in case any one of us went down with, uh, with COVID at the time. Very serious commitment to the cause. What does it take to get a team to buy into that vision in February where you're saying, we've got to do this, let's go? People have to believe and I guess you have to have a purpose. Our overall purpose and what we've been always striving to do was to add value to how people feel, look and live. And we felt then this was a cause. I went down to the floor, spoke to the entire team. We talked about how at the time there was a huge shortage of what I call good hand sanitizer. A hand sanitizer overall, good, bad or indifferent. But our guys kind of wanted to do something. There was a feeling right across the board that, look, we could make a difference. And in fairness, they all bought in. I guess a little bit of us believing in in the cause, believing in our values. We we would be a passionate bunch. We're in cosmetics as well. So cosmetics is a lovely industry to be in in the sense that you're you're helping people feel better and you're helping people look better. Whether that's a patient that's just taken a cream after an oncology treatment or somebody at a wedding with a nice brown pair of legs after we're having a tan. You know, you're adding values all the time to kind of help people kind of feel, you know, and uh, and I suppose for the last three years we've been building that kind of culture and that mindset. Aidan, leave us maybe with just the best business advice you have ever received or advice that you've given to your team in, in these times that call for resilience. What do you exist for? And I mean, yeah, we all want to create business, make money, but what you, what is your existence going to be in the world that's going to help change the world? When the call came in January, we were there We're not going to cure cancer, but what we can do is we can help out and we can make people feel that they're better and feel that they're safer. That was our purpose. And I guess having that purpose, whether that's whatever it is, it is helps you get up in the morning. That's been, I guess, as I look back at all of my years, that's been the one true shining light. Aidan Corcoran of Cosmetic Creations. And it's not just people here in Ireland that we've connected with. Nolene Chirabo is a Ugandan social innovator and motivational speaker arising from personal experience of inequality, lack of access to education and depression. She's dedicated her life to helping young people find purpose and employment. Inspired by the theme question of Reignite 3, Can I Really Do It? Nolene recorded a special motivational talk for us. You can also find it as a reignite extra podcast but here is a taster she says go back to childhood dreams before life hit you before you began to think like an adult and sleep through all these things what did you really really care about what did you want to become what was your dream what was your aspiration and therein is the seed and the question is what happened for many of us it's a realization when you go through life experiences and you realize all the things I wanted to do, I can't do them. Simply because life situations position you in a place where you can't be what you want to be, it doesn't mean you don't have what it takes. Because your ability is not defined by your circumstances. Your ability is not defined by your academic papers. Your ability is not defined by what your boss or your teacher or your friends said about you. Your ability is innate. And it's not the responsibility of other people to define that ability for you. It's your responsibility to unlock that potential, put it out in the world and let the world put a price to it. Nolene Cherubal there. And all these additional interviews and resources are available to listen back to on the Reignite webpage or from wherever you get your podcasts.